hope hopefully you find this helpful to some degree i don't know if it's too academic or good or something so we're just shooting i don't want to say shoot from the hip because like i just i chose a way um this isn't just random but um yeah I mean, you can always let us know too, not just at the end of RCA, but like, what did you find helpful, what not? Um, that's the end of that point, I guess, from my head. Conscience, yada, 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 Jiminy Cricket. All right, making a decision. Um, I was very proud of myself for coming up with this acronym. Um, so I taught the, my very first class of juniors in 2016, and then I met one of my juniors in 2020. He was in college and he said, Father Hall, OIC. Um, so OIC is like how we're gonna make a decision, but to have the kids remember for a test, I had them say it like, oh, I see. Um, you know, like, anyway, O-I-S-E-E, -E. anyway. I think, yeah, whatever, uh, thank you. Uh, three parts of the moral act, OIC. Our object, intention, and circumstance. Okay, good. I do have this part at least. Object, intention, and circumstances. Okay, so I would say that uh, the object is when you are going in the room and you ask someone, what are you doing? The object is the what. You know, I, I walk into this room and someone's painting the tile floors. What are you doing? Well, I'm painting the tile floors. Okay, so that would be the object. So if someone said, if I walked into a room and said, what are you doing? I'm wood carving. But it's like, well, no, you're doing it on this thing. So the proper thing, the what are you doing is not wood carving. The proper thing you're doing is vandalism. So you have to be very open and honest about like, what are you actually doing? Don't, you know, don't manipulate here or there just because you feel like it's a good outcome. Uh, that's not intellectually honest. So when you say the object, the what, just be, just be very plain so that you know if you're doing something good or not. So object, what are you doing? People really overthink this one. Here's the here's a paragraph that I'm gonna use later. Yesterday I took my sister to get ice cream because I wanted her to be quiet, uh, that I never hang out with her. Like she always complains that I never hang out with her. Well, I'm just gonna go just to uh, keep her quiet. So, you know, the what are you doing? What is the object? I took my sister to get ice cream. A lot of people would try to weave in the like, try to keep the sister quiet part. No, that's not what the object did. The object is the cold calculating computer. What are you doing at that moment? All right, so that's the first part of deciding if, if your moral act, the thing you are doing is good or not, is you have to know what are you doing, All right? The next one is the intention. Intention is the further reason or the why you are doing it. In other words, it's the goal. I walk into this room. Uh, what are you doing? I'm painting the tile yellows, yellow. Why are you doing that? I was ordered to by Father Walmeyer. Okay, so they they didn't want it, but that was just part of their job. So their goal is to paint all the tile because that's just their job. This, this is what they intended, okay? Why are they doing it? Um, 
you know, you have these all the time. Um, I'd ask the kids like, you know, why, why are you getting a job? And, uh, you know, the answers are various. Like I want, I want gas money. I want to buy a car. Um, my parents are making me. So to stop your parents from hassling you, I, why did you get it? Just because my parents wanted me to. So I, I didn't want them to hassle me. So your intentions can be good or bad as well. Uh, I just always break it down to like, I want to go to there. Like, why are you doing the thing? Because that's what I want. Um, people underthink this one. So yesterday I took my sister to get ice cream because I wanted her to be quiet that I never hang out with her. So why are you doing it? Object, I took my sister to ice cream. Intention to kind of keep her quiet. So OI. Um, you know, intention is very important to decide if something you do is good or bad. So example, you know, the object, what did you do? I tripped the president. One, to become infamous for assault, or two, there was a sniper bullet, so you pushed. I pushed the first floor elevator button. You know, that object is not good or evil, it's very neutral. But your intention could be to get away from a crime or your intention could be to go visit mom. Okay, so these acts, the objects, the what are you doing could be neutral, but your intention behind them could be something that makes it good or makes it evil. Uh, evil is just a short term for bad. Hopefully you're not too angry at me using that. So in short, um, object is the means, like what are you doing, and intention is the ends. Uh, you've always heard the ends never justify the means. Uh, we can get into that, that's a little deeper than intro to the moral life, but we could get there uh, sometime. Yeah, uh, I always, uh, I'd always have them do bell work, I'd give them a question. This slide just happens to be there, excuse me. So there was two to five sentences, when did someone in real life or a movie when did they do a bad thing, but with good intentions? You can't see that. I mean, this is the classic. Uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Um, yeah, people do awful things because they intend really good things. And then they tell themselves, like, you're doing great. But using OIC can prevent you and protect you from that. Uh, and if I'm going too fast, just let me know. Let me know or raise your hand. Um, but hopefully it's kind of making sense. Okay, circumstances, uh, everything else. Who, where, when, why, I'm oh, sorry, where, why, how. It's the surrounding conditions. It's everything else. Um, it's kind of the least important of the three, but that does matter. So of the, the five W's, you know, when a reporter is asking a question, we would usually say that, oh, what are you doing? Might be the most important because you're actually acting and doing something. Your intentions, like why are you doing it, is probably the second. But then we would say that these still matter, but they're just the surrounding circumstances. They're okay. Um, your circumstances, your circumstances can make an action, they can drag an action down. They can make an action worse but they can't ever make a bad act good 
and if that's too much in the weeds, that's okay. I just want you to remember OIC to help you kind of dissect what you're doing. Um, so an example from a non-moral creature, a dog, dog at home peed on the carpet. The dog's intention was to empty a bladder. Circumstances, it really had to go. Uh, it was 7 p.m., which means it's the, the owner is two hours late. So even though the circumstances made it harder for that dog and are probably the reason why he peed, it doesn't make the act good because there's still urine on your carpet. So hopefully you can remember that, that the circumstances can drag a good act down, but they can never make a, good, a bad act good because the bad thing has always happened. They can make it more understandable, but if that's too much in the weeds, that's fine. That's too much moral philosophy. That's okay. Um, and this is just what I said. They could make things more wrong or less wrong, but never good. Um, you know, Father Asita brought up uh, the suicide bomber um, in Sri Lanka. And uh, you'll have to ask them about ask him about that sometime. But uh, he he went to the bomb site. Oh, for those who don't know, in 2019, um, on Easter Day, three Catholic churches, uh, there were suicide bombers in three Catholic churches during Easter Mass. And uh, oh, there we were just talking about your homily that was there. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, I use this example in morality class with great respect because a suicide bomber is something that is very serious, very, very deadly and does carry, you know, a lot of like emotional weight with it too. But like circumstances can change, make something less wrong, but never good. So a suicide bomber, would, the object is carrying a bomb, okay, that's going to detonate. The intention is to kill self or others but the circumstances can make something more wrong by like being somewhere where there's a lot of people and less wrong by being in an abandoned building or something. So they change the wrongness level, but it's still always bad. So the circumstances are always bad. Um, okay, you can make a good thing bad by doing it. Uh, the example is mowing the lawn. So the object mowing the lawn that good, bad, or neutral, put it in your head, mowing a lawn, what do you think? Good, bad, or neutral? Yeah, neutral. Doesn't carry too much moral weight. You could argue good because, you know, you're keeping noxious weeds down and makes makes the neighborhood look nice. So I'd say more neutral, but you can argue good. Um, intention, you, you probably want your house to look good or it's time or you just don't want any fines. That's, you know, good or neutral. So then the third thing, the circumstances, what could make mowing your lawn evil? <laughs> Midnight, yeah, you have a reversed, what do they call it? Not reverse schedule, adjusted schedule. Um, I have an adjusted schedule. So if you're there, I put 3 a.m., hopefully that's okay. It still makes sense. Your neighbors are trying to sleep and you turn this good neutral act into bad when you have hassled your neighbors. So that's how circumstances, the when, can really affect your, your good or bad. Um, in short, OIC can help you see that, like, is the thing I did good or bad, which can alleviate some extra pressure you might put on yourself. Um, the way our moral professor put it is, think of your moral act, the thing you did and why you did it in the circumstances, as an apple. That apple has three parts, and all three have to be good for you to eat it. 
if there's a worm in one part of your apple, you you don't know where, you know, the whole thing is bad, throw it out, is the way he put it. Um, so maybe think of it like that. The three acts are like the parts of an apple. And if one part is bad, the whole thing is bad. But if all three are neutral or good, you're good to go. Okay. So that is OIC, how to make a moral choice. Again, this is more um, OIC. So this is more moral philosophy, but uh, oh, checking it. I do have a I do have a question. Oh, how does one deal with a constant guilty conscience that is due in part to malformed counseling from dysfunctional people in my life? Perfect. Um, you need healing. One of the one of the things um, when I get someone with a guilty conscience that's constant. Sorry, I've been talking all day. Um, I have to meet the individual person where they're at. Like, what's going to work for this person who's in front of me? There's not a there's not like a a set program. But what I would ask them is, um, what is the source of this constant guilt? And if you know the exact source, you have to speak to it. Um, you have, as we said before, you have a habit of weighing yourself down with guilt. Your emotional habit that you have is guilt. Constantly thinking what you're doing is wrong, how you're doing it is wrong. And so in order to destroy a habit like this, you either have to disuse it or do its opposite. So what you can do is do something like OIC and just check your conscience. Okay, I feel guilty. And it's like, all right, what did I do today? Why did I do it? What are the circumstances? A lot of times the emotions need to be spoken to intellectually in order to give yourself permission to not feel guilty. If someone has formed you to be this knee-jerk reaction, always guilt, you have to be able to speak truth to it. So you have to renounce the lie that everything you're doing is wrong, um, I'm a guilty person, and go through all of this and just go through your day and examine like, was there something like the, the parts of a sin? Was there something wrong? Did I know it was wrong? Did I do it anyway? Well, no, there was nothing wrong that I did today. Okay, well, I did this. Was, was that wrong? Object, I did that. No, that's neutral. Intention, why I did it? No, that was good. Circumstances were fine as well. You almost have to go to court with yourself to prove like, okay, I renounce the lie that I'm guilty and I speak the truth that I went through this day as a good person who who is advancing in the moral life. So if you struggle with this, you have to renounce the lies and proclaim the truth in, in its place. Does that kind of make sense? This is a that's very hard to do to a to a group this size without individually seeing like what specifically could I help you with? But that's the process that you have to undo. Uh let me let me just tell you uh yeah you're you're, you're okay. Uh, I wish I could just speak to the person, but that's okay. Um, go through this and see if you can renounce the lies that you're guilty and just proclaim the truth. Just check. If you are free from it, um, if you are a Catholic, go to confession, and sometimes that helps as well. Um, if you are looking to join the faith, um, I know a lot of people. So when I did RCA at St. Joe's six years ago, um, there was someone who was like that. She just had a constant like weight 
And she was one, she still does this to this day, where she writes down all her sins on a piece of paper, which I don't do that. I mean, what if that piece of paper got out or something? I don't know. I mean, I'm not doing something, anything, I'm not doing anything horrendous. So let me put your mind at ease. But it's like, you know, I thought bad of Father Asitha, and, and someone's like, <gasps> and then runs to Father Asitha with it. Um, so, so she wrote it out. And then after her first confession, she tore that thing into little pieces and just felt so good. So I'm sorry, like, uh, that's the bell. So any parents, if you go, need to go to your kids, may the Lord bless you and thank you for coming. Um, and I'll just finish that up. So hopefully that spoke to you, person. You're okay. Um, prove to yourself through your intellect, speak to those emotions, break that habit because you are called for freedom. Okay. God bless you, parents who are, are leaving. Um, one last thing about cooperation, um, and then we'll kind of head out. Um, cooperation, something bad happened. Something bad happened, and you have to be like, uh, I was a part of that. How bad did I do? So say there is a company that just, its byproduct just dumps poison into the ocean. You have to see the level of cooper, uh, cooperation of the CEO, the manager in charge of the product, the scientist who made the byproduct, the person who's actually dumping the chemicals, and then a stock owner who holds part of the company. In short, someone can make themselves feel so guilty all the time because something bad happened and they kind of were like, I gave a dollar and that, you know, one penny of that went to these people. So you have to understand your culpability and your level of cooperation. Stop what you can and change what you can, but, but sometimes, um, yeah, something bad happens and you're just a part of it. Let's just cut to the chase. Okay, formal cooperation. Formal cooperation. Formal is I want the I want the thing to happen, good or bad. I desire my intention is for the thing to happen. Explicit is like I am a person who willfully I am necessary in the part of that. Okay? I am explicit is I am necessary for the thing to happen. Uh, for example, I know a um, I know a pharmacist, and she at her pharmacy um, in David City. Well, you can she doesn't mind. Um, she's great. Uh, so when someone asks for an abortive patient or a morning after pill, you know her conscience has informed her that this is some, this is an evil that she will not participate in. So when someone asks her in a morning after pill or an abortive patient. As a pharmacist, she will just step back and not prescribe that or not fulfill that. Someone else will come and do it, but uh, she personally will not be part of the formal explicit. Formal is I want it to happen. Explicit is you had to be there in order for it to happen. Um, implicit, implicit is different. Implicit is like you didn't have to be there, but you kind of helped it. Um, yeah, so implicit is anyone could have done the thing, but I just happen to have done the thing. Someone robs a bank. I want that bank robbed, and I gassed up the car that I gassed up the getaway car that morning. Anyone could have gassed up the car, but I wanted it to happen, and I happen to be the person to do it. So formal cooperation, explicit, implicit.
this one might be getting way too much in the weeds now that I think about it. Hopefully it's okay. Um, material cooperation is, um, oh, I wrote down a different one. I wrote remote. I like immediate and remote a lot better. But material is, I didn't want the bad thing to happen, but some of my money may have helped it happen. You have a lot less culpability. You can, you have a lot less um, culpability in, in, in the bad thing that's happening. So material direct is like your support is a step to making the evil thing happen. If you are, um, you know, making, say there's a mon pa shop that is doing something evil, like they, they cut down tree, I don't know, they cut down everyone's trees or something and they need your business in order to continue their evil you give them money, you directly support them and they need it. That would be more like immediate. And then remote is a big corporation that, you know, they do something evil, but you give like a dollar or you, you, you go to an evil corporation and you spend like five bucks. They don't need your five bucks. So your culpability in making the evil happens a lot less. Um, it does make it happen, but it's a lot less. As I started this, I was like, this is too much in the weeds and not helpful. So I'm just kind of rushing through it. But And we're at the end. Anyway, let's just kind of chop that off with cooperation. Just know there's a lot more in, mo in moral philosophy that you could be doing. Um, this is Baby Driver. You know, if you've ever seen that movie, he didn't rob the banks, but he was a great getaway driver. Um, it, it's a little racy of a film. Oh, he's driving. Sorry. Uh, racy as in like. Uh, little sexual content. You got me. Thank you. Um, there is a little bit more sexual content, but anyway, interesting movie. Sorry. Any last questions? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, that that topic's come up a lot, actually. The the word abortion. So hopefully, you know, if you're one that is in conflict with it, you'll stick with us, and you'll hear why um, in January. Um, but yeah, that one. I always. And so, like, what is a level of cooperation? Yeah. Yes. That would be remote material. Material means I do not want that thing to happen, but my money in some way is making it happen. And then remote is they don't need your money. Um, you know, if everyone mobilized and did it, maybe, but, but yeah. So I would really start looking up like even more detailed because I shouldn't have even broached this topic because it's a deep, deep conversation. So look up remote material cooperation and the Catholic church. There's a lot of good things uh, on it to, to inform your conscience on, is that a decision you want to make or not? Um, yeah, so remote material. You know, why are they doing that though? Because it, it costs a lot. It's, it's pretty cheap to fly someone to another state to get that rather than to pay for maternity leave. Pretty expensive to do maternity leave for someone. Anyway, so. All right. Any last questions? All right, God bless you guys. Sorry, we were kind of all over the place and it ended. It, it kind of crashed rather than landed. But um, yeah, probably shouldn't have gotten that in the weeds. Just know that there's a lot more on moral philosophy and moral theology that we could talk about, and it's here. So how about we'll just pray and we'll send you on your way. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, Lord Jesus, help us to make good choices. Help us to free ourselves from any burden of guilt by professing the truth. And help us to remain free of guilt by uh, examining the actions that we do. So we thank you, Jesus, because morality is not a bunch of no's, 
but it really is a way to keep us free and to get us to the ultimate happiness. And we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a good night.